three, four. Okay, we're going live. We're ready. What's we're up? Here. We jumped on a little like a minute early. We've been we kept postponing the time. Technical difficulties. We do and, have. And uh I've what is that sound? What is a cat scratching? No, that like that's my supplemental O2. Oh. Just okay. in case I uh I just want to make sure that I'm like all my O2 stats are high so I can maintain for the uh, duration of the podcast. Gotcha. I got so you. I, I take supplemental O2 so I can uh, maintain. Oh. Is it super loud in your ear? It's super loud. Really? Like, what is that? Yeah, it's because it just sounds like someone's. Where's, got a spray, where, a where's the mic? Where's the mic located in your uh, in your laptop? Well, no, I got the mic up here. You can see the mic, right? Yeah, but where's the mic on your fucking laptop, bro? Oh, uh, I know what. Because probably... your mic's not picking up my fucking loud ass canister of gas. Uh, I don't know, but it's coming through. The... You know why? Because I have the headphones. That's why. All I hear is like a lot of room on my mic. So this mic's fucking bullshit. So I should have fucking. I should have fucking. Oh, sorry. I forgot. We're podcast. I should we're watch on, my we're shit. We're live, man. We went on a few minutes early. Okay, everyone out there. Hey, neighbor. Been, how are you? You've been forewarned. I'm joined tonight by neighbor Bob. We started doing our audio podcast. This became a tradition. Year annual tradition. Our end of year review was always with neighbor Bob. Yeah. And it's been that way since the very beginning. But this is the first time we've ever done it in video format and also in the middle of a pandemic. So where he's not usually he'd be here live in the studio with me. This is my, my second pandemic, but my first podcast during a pandemic. There you go. So we're the, I mean, first. we're not really going to count the 1349 pandemic. Cause I mean, that was in Europe mm-hmm. and obviously we didn't have the tech for a podcast or did we, or did we, that's the mystery. That's the question of the hour. Anyway, we're going to be doing our annual year in review, and what a shit show we've got to review tonight. The 2020 year in review, and we're going to cover movies and some... Yeah, what are we going to fucking review? Hey, cut the shit, you stupid fuck. Sorry. I got cats running in and out of here being assholes. Every now and again, again, you're going to hear Bob. Bob's got the screen kind of blacked out because he doesn't want to be on camera. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a pillar of the community, so... He, um, things I say and do may be hurtful. Could if, could affect if I was identified. Reputation exactly could affect his reputation. So for a little bit of privacy, at risk of saying something that might get him, wait a minute get him canceled. Didn't that one time though? I like had a drink and like gave my address because I wanted to fight your friend for saying something about oh, a thing. Yeah, there, there was that. We've had some memorable year in reviews in the past. Uh, we've had some unveilings of, of cold cases that Bob had some inside oh, shit. information really? on. Yeah, we did that on one of our year in reviews. Was that when I was talking about uh, chipping that dude out of a block of cement? Something like that. That was that was that happened too. I feel like that's just my go-to story that always. Yeah. Anyways, but this year. Not a lot happened this year, right? It wasn't uh, maybe not to you. It wasn't that wild of a year. It wasn't. I mean, there was that building that got they tried to demolish in Dallas, and it didn't. It didn't demolish. It just sort of tilted, and it looked like that that leaning building, that leading tower in France. Wait a minute, what the fuck are you talking about? 
Well, it wasn't. There was um, the Mandalorian. That was pretty big this year. Wait a minute. Why are you switching gears like that? What about the building? I'm, I'm super concerned about the building. Oh, there was a building back at the beginning of the year in Dallas. I just know this because I was watching. The, I was in Dallas yesterday. I was watching the news in Dallas. And there's a story. They, they started the year in review. They started with January. Are you, are you bringing Dallas local news to our cul-de-sac? I might be. Might be. Hold up. He's got a hot take on a local fucking Dallas news story about a building that leaned over. Apparently, they tried to demolish this building and it didn't come down when they when they blew it up. And mm-hmm. it, tilted, it tilted like a like a limp dick to the side. Gross. That's gross. And I, hey, I warned everyone: expletive, expletive language, expletive language, expletive language. Because when Bob, when neighbor Bob comes on, it's, it's expletive. And he's sucking oxygen out of a can. I'm always trying different substances to like make the podcast better because I felt like the first couple I was so jacked up on meth that I just fucking ruined it. And then I had drinks and then that ruined it. So this time I'm trying oxygen to see if that helps. If anybody's wondering, I'm having uh I'm I'm my habitual drinking. my habitual of choice is a live a sarsaparilla, an old-fashioned sarsaparilla. Old, yeah, old-fashioned, old-fashioned sarsaparilla from, from Dallas. From Dallas, you watch the news and have some ass. ass. I was gonna say, I'm ass. sorry. I feel oh, like I'm fucking up your whole intro. So no, back to was, your your leaning tower of Dallas. Go on. I was gonna say the ass for asparilla, which would be a different thing. I mean, aside from pandemic, we got the Mandalorian. That was kind of cool. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna do. Okay, we're gonna do a reset. Here it is. You ready? Coming yeah. On Thunder Pop. There you go. Coming up on this 136th episode. Is it really? Yeah, of the of the podcast. The live stream, I've only done about maybe eight or ten. How many uh end of the year uh reviews have we done? Is this four? I think it's five, maybe. No fucking way. Fifth one. Hey, let me let me make an adjustment here real quick. See, when the sun goes when the sun now is getting a little almost four, three and a half, he sneaks out of his room and tries to come in in the middle of a of a live stream. Uh-huh. Which is fine, but I leave the door cracked with a with a uh, clamp, so he can't get in, so he can't get in. The door you mean a lock? You mean a lock? Uh, a, yeah, it's like a little. You can't really see it from here, but it's like a little clamp thing, Majiggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could I could put I could probably show you later, but it it leaves the sound like less less good. Okay, yeah, well, be- my sound sounds like hot dog shit. Talk, so talk to our audience. I'll be right back in one second. Oh, yeah. Let me entertain everybody. The five people that are on Facebook right now. So that Wonder Woman movie was pretty awesome. All right. I'm back. Oh, God. Christ. Not. not, Okay. We're going to talk about it. Wasn't there wasn't that many. You're right. There wasn't a lot of movies because the theatrical releases were continuously pushed back. I felt there was a lot of excitement in the cul-de-sac, though. Oh, okay, well, we'll hit that. We'll hit what's it? Me and Bob live on a cul-de-sac. Me and neighbor Bob. Hence the Actually, name, neighbor Bob. There was not a lot of excitement, but at, there was definitely a, a more ghetto fucking aspect to the cul-de-sac now. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we can hit that because nobody on the cul-de-sac listens to this live stream. Yeah, it kind of it kind of makes it a fucking waste. Then you know. You, well, I could always send it out in a big mass email to all our neighbors. <laughs> and then we can, if we, we talk shit about all of them, then it's, we can send it to them afterwards. Yeah, that sounds cool. Are you in? 
Yeah, sure. You might not get any more gifts at Christmas left at her door. Well, I only got gift. that fucking hot cocoa and that coffee from you. Uh, yeah. The, and, and you you brought us a smoked sausage. It wasn't wasn't smoked, dude. Well, that sausage. You brought us a sausage. I brought you one. Uh, was it wild boar? Or was it venison? Venison. Yeah, that's a good one, man. I just love the word venison. Well, you say that to yourself when you're alone in the shower, okay? We're trying to do a podcast hey, here, brother. What makes you think I haven't already? Hey, what about that COVID, man? Crazy, huh? Oh, that COVID. How oh, loud is yeah, that? That's the that's the thing that happened. That's the other thing that happened this year. Hey, hey, hey. Let me ask you a question. I kept thinking about ba- baby Yoda memes. Baby Yoda. Somebody, There's memes? Somebody other than Somebody other than the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Fuck the Bills. Suck a cock. The leaning tilted building in Dallas. That was, oh my God. I forgot about that pandemic thing. There's a pandy. There's ghetto neighbors. What else happened? There was, we had a summer. A Halloween happened. I saw, Uh, I went to the fucking movies. Oh. Bad Boys for Life came out in theaters. When did, that, when did that happen? That was a sequel to Bad Boys. When did that uh, fucking happen? Third, the third Bad Boys movie. I'm gonna need to cut that short because I want to go see that in the theater. Okay. Well, you, good luck. It's been out of theaters for quite a while. You know, you could probably. Are you fucking serious? Yes, that came out in February. Like it was out in February. What the fuck? I see. Okay, I've seen two movies in theaters this year. I saw 1917. Back in I think January, no, back in February, and I saw Bad Boys for Life also back in February, and then what I was went and saw, then I went and saw the god awful Rise of Skywalker for a second time in January. The three, so I've been to three movies at a movie theater. This year will be the record low in my adult life of the fewest movies I've ever seen in a movie theater. What was that one uh, that oh, fuck? <laughs> What's that one movie with the guy with the head? You know, and they like do a thing. Yeah, uh, that's um, uh, pornography. Nah, it's kind of had time travel, and it was like oh, like a movie that came out this year. Yeah, what the fuck is it? It's fucking terrible. Theaters. Yeah. Theatrical. Fuck, dude. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know, you know what else came out at the beginning of the year? <laughs> why can't I? Why can't I fucking remember it? You remember? Do you remember the Invisible Man movie that came out at the beginning of the year, and that got a theatrical, dude, a little bit of theatrical. Run. I feel bad for all that shit, man, because because it got kind of cut short, didn't it? Yeah. What oh, the no. fuck, with, dude? I can't move on until we figure out what this movie is. That okay. one that was made by fucking what's his face? Okay, I'm gonna do you a solid, Mister Explosions, dude. I'm gonna do you a solid. I'm gonna run our opening intro. You can think about it. This show that was 2020. The year in review, neighbor Bob here joining me. We're going to review it. And then we're going to crown at the end of the show, the asshole and badass of the year. Like as we do on all these year in reviews. All right, let's go do it.
okay, I lied. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Was that fucking intro loud enough? It was kind of cranked up, wasn't it? Well, they I do almost, that. I almost threw up. It was so fucking loud. Well, they do that when you're watching. When I'm watching movies, is it just me? But when the music starts, everything is like super low. Like all the dialogue is super low. And then when the music comes on, they just crank that shit up like through the roof. Uh, yeah. I don't mean, know. Yeah. It's almost bassy. Bassy. Am I the only one that feels this way? Yes. Yeah. I'm no. trying to, I'm trying to look up that fucking movie. Tenet. Fucking Tenet, oh, dude. Oh, Tenet. Yeah. Well, Tenet came out. Did you go see it? Yeah, it sucked balls. Yeah, that's what I've heard. My and COVID was- my my COVID denying sister made me go to a movie theater with her. You had to wear a mask? You had to wear a mask at the theater? I mean, we were supposed to, but we yeah. didn't. Yeah. And she was like, "Stepbrother, what are you doing? Why don't you Why don't you put your mask on?" What What was um, What was that like? What theater did you go to? Fucking Galaxy. It was a fucking. Oh wait, no, it wasn't Galaxy. It was fucking. Uh, I like Galaxy. Galaxy Galaxy's like a fucking dollar now. So like, please come to our theater. We'll do anything. Oh yeah. Well, I went by a discount. What place that's normally a discount theater? It was free. And I'm wondering how much are they charging if actual movie theaters are charging a buck or two dollars for a movie? What is the discount cinema charging? I don't know, but I'm gonna go see Monster Hunter. I mean, even probably, though I know it's gonna suck balls, I'm gonna go see it in the theater tomorrow. I mean, are they giving you hand jobs if you come to the movie? Only if you're working, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Dude, ticket might be a dollar, but their popcorn's still fucking eighty bucks for a fucking medium. So apologize to my aunt if you're watching. And you saw that. Joke. Sorry, aunt so-and-so. Okay. Well, Neighbor Bob comes on. It's expletive. It's expletive when Neighbor Bob comes on. We have some uh, people that chimed in hey. on the year in review. Uh, uh, a good friend, uh, presidential election. Another thing that happened this year, and that was quite an event. True. Wait, when did that happen? Uh, uh, voting's for fucking squares, bro. Presidential election started in November and it ended in January of 2021. Hey, it hasn't ended yet, bro. It's still going on. It's not over until we drag his fat ass out. Pardon Julian Assange. Hashtag from John Reed. Are we going to have to deal with all their fucking comments while we do this shit? Because no. I'll fucking close this goddamn window. Because it's like, well, no, typically I, I'll, I'll do a couple at the beginning of the show. And then I roll out the, if there's any more, which usually there isn't, but if there's any more, I mean, because if, if they need it, because wouldn't you just have a podcast with them on it if they need to fucking, if we need their fucking input? Let's get them on a Zoom. That's let's your business. That's your business, bro. I'm just a fucking, I'm just a guest. All let's right. Get them, let's get them on a, on a, where you got like 20 people on a, have you ever watched those? We got 20 people on a Zoom trying to do a podcast. And it's the worst. Uh, the only time I saw that was that. Fast Times of Ridgemont High fucking script read. That's the only time I've ever witnessed that. Otherwise, okay. I would never fucking watch it. Okay, there's or if there was a viral video of somebody showing their dick on like a fucking teachers meeting or some shit. Right, that's the exception. If it's a like a, a table read, uh, something cool like that, or a reunion, one of those reunions where they get everybody together from 
like Ghostbusters or Goonies and Dude. they do a Zoom together. I'm okay with that. But like when it's just like 20 nerds on a on a Zoom together talking about Mandalorian and they're all talking over each other and it's like it's like it's like nails down a chalkboard. I'm sorry, this is a rant. And I'm a, I'm a nerd, so I'm I'm just calling I'm just talking well, about my own, my own people. Oh, yeah, why are you like fucking hacking the mainframe so you can get in on somebody's fucking nerd ass Zoom meeting? Well, maybe I'm just jealous because I don't ever get invited to any of those Zooms. Ah, that's what. So we're getting to the root of it now. Maybe maybe we're getting to the root of it. Hey, if you're out there, the two people listening, why don't you invite fucking homeboy to one of your Zoom meetings and talk about nerd shit? Let's talk. Let's talk, nerd talk about uh the election. Okay. And hey, so, can, can I ask you a quick question? Sure, yeah, absolutely. So I see the expletive uh, language thing. Is that just not a thing that happens typically unless uh, I'm on here swearing? No, I just think I, there is expletive language on other shows. I just think it's ramped up a bit when you come on. I mean. Which is good. I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's like just a thing I do because I'm not very uh, witty. So I think if I swear a lot that it like makes it funnier. But uh, I mean, I know that's not true, but I can't stop. A similar thing was with with uh, the new Star Wars movies. They thought if they gave the villain a double sided lightsaber, it somehow would make the movie with no plot much better. Hey, dude. I seem to remember you being very pro fucking Star Wars. I don't understand I, why I you flip the script. No, I am pro Star Wars. That's like the second shitty thing you've said about Star Wars. I continue to be pro Star Wars, but I I also will call it out. Just like um, anything else that I love, it's because I love it. You hire it to a fucking higher scrutiny because you love it, I guess. Yeah, it's because I got to call it out. If I'm a true friend of something that I love, I'm only being a true friend if I'm honest with it. Is it true that Phantom Menace is your favorite? No, Attack of the Clones. You pass the test. It's Attack of the Clones. I was about to disconnect and then break your uh, your computer if you said yes. Oh, by the way, Bob, yeah, Bob has my computer, so I have to be careful not to. Because I live in a trap house and uh, I have a, a a flip phone, so I have to be careful not to say anything offensive to Bob because he does have my laptop right now. I'll break your fucking computer. Could be used as a weapon in many different ways, physically or uh, in other ways information that could travel because he has my laptop right now he has one of my laptops oh uh we got to give you applause thank you for coming in today neighbor bob uh uh you're welcome neighbor bob here it's gonna get real now because we're gonna hit a lot of fun stuff on the year <laughs> in review i don't even know what it's gonna be we always go off the rails which is which is fine we're just gonna talk about tenant and why it's awesome it's a very terrible year in review on this 136 episode. Um, okay, I got I do have a thunder take to open the show. Okay, I want to hear your idea. What do you think about this? <laughs> I'm already excited about a thunder take. Were you a fan of the Lord of the Rings movies or the of the Game of Thrones TV series? Uh, fuck. Okay. First off, this is going to be. So I have a, a friend who uh, occasionally visits me, and one of our rituals recently is a circle jerk. Is watching. That's between me and you, fuckface. Okay. Okay. But okay. one of our rituals is uh, we lounge around in between activities and watch 
uh, Lord of the Rings, which I secretly fucking hate. And yet I have a big box set of extended shit that lasts about 400 years. And I'm pretty much committed to having to watch these. And I have, this person does not know that I fucking hate that we have to watch these movies. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because they're fucking lame as fuck. I'll watch every single one, and I have watched them. I fell asleep yeah. in Galaxy Theater twice watching the fucking Hobbit shit. Oh, it's so long and drawn out and just people climbing and journeying. Through. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a Star Wars guy. I love my Marvel. I'm a fandom for Marvel. I'm a fandom for DC, even though the, some of the DC movies do suck. Dude, I didn't have the attention span for the books. I don't have the attention span for the fucking movies. Whatever. But... I did love Game of Thrones, and it was a huge okay. fucking blue ball of a motherfucker at the end, for yeah. sure. Those guys fucked it. I totally agree, but I did enjoy Game of Thrones quite a bit. Yes. Well, yeah, they laid an egg at the end. They 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 choked at the, in the fourth. Quarter. I can't believe that shit, dude. I mean, can you? That's just that, so crazy. And I think they were they were they were going to do it. They were supposed to do t- they were supposed to do a Star Wars show. Then they weren't going to do a Star Wars show, and it seemed to me like they thought they were going to get the Star Wars series. So they had kind of just half-assed the last season of Game of Thrones because they were getting ready to do Star Wars. And then when they found out they weren't going to do Star Wars, they were like, we should have just done our best on our last season of Game of Thrones. because we Did they get booted off of Star Wars? Well, that's a lot of people's thought is that the last season of Game of Thrones was such a dud. The finale was such a dud that they got booted from Star Wars as a result of allegedly, that's the, that's the rumor. Well, now they have an H.P. Lovecraft uh, series and yeah. uh, I feel like as long as they have source material they'll do fine but it yeah. seems like when they were fucking left to fucking make some shit up is where they dropped the ball and I just I don't really I'm just fucking speculating because I bailed obviously I never looked into it again after that shit went down and so I'm not a deep diver like maybe some of your peeps are but it seemed like that was what the fucking deal was. They ran out of fucking source material because they caught up with the fucking books and then it started shitting out their own crap shit and it took a fucking big, fat, hot, fucking squirrely dump on it. Could very well be. Could very well be. Which is, um, in 2020, we know a lot about taking a dump on something. Bob is doing some kind of illegal substance. So It's completely legal, son. Completely legal. He's sucking oxygen out of a can. If you hear that in the background, he wants to stay anonymous. So neighbor Bob is in a room alone, uh, in a dark room alone. I'm not alone, bro. With his cats, with his 20 cats (laughs) that he's cuddling with right now. And he uh, is, he's naked. So that's another reason why he didn't want to turn on his lights. Dude, I'm not putting clothes on. When I leave work after my 16 hour day, I'm not wearing fucking clothes after wearing that goddamn wetsuit for fucking 16 hours, bro. It's after nine. He's got his pants off. And that's it's the pants. That's off. my rule. It's house fucking rule, dude. And if yeah. you were here, same fucking applies to anybody that walks in this fucking door. Six feet and apart. Six it's feet not, apart. Social it's distance. A, it's just a fucking rule. I obey the people want me to take my shoes off when I go in their house. That's fine. I don't fucking question it. I just expect the same respect when somebody comes here absolutely as it should be the cats cats, when you're cuddling with cats naked it's a different vibe isn't it opposed to when you have your clothes on 
Hey, remember that post you put out two years ago that said, hey, come get your cat? Was that about my cat or was it somebody else's cat? Was my cat in your yard fucking with you? I don't remember that. I don't remember having a problem with your cat. It was like three degrees out, and I was like, is this some passive aggressive thing because he thinks I'm freezing my cat out? I have a what, I have a cold weather I have a cold weather cat that can wait, freaking back, handle that. Back up, rewind. Okay, you got a text from me about a no, cat. No. Oh. <laughs> it was a Facebook post that I saw like after the fact, like weeks later. And I was like, Oh, was he talking about my cat? I don't remember ever having an issue with your cat. And we've had well, I, I know my fat guy. My formerly fat guy goes into your backyard so he can do his little rounds. Oh, okay, your fat cat. Bob's got he, a rabbit, he, fat cat. He used to be fat. Now he's not fat. Okay. Hey, dude, do you have two tea bags in your tea? I, Damn. You live I on think, the fucking edge, bro. I do. Look at this. Look at this. I show you two tea bags. <laughs> You're going to get double caffeinated. I'm sorry my mic sucks, everybody. I'm like speaking into the air and it kind of blows. I'm okay. sorry. Okay, but I don't project very well. Here's my pitch. I know you were a fan of Star Wars, at least some of it. Yeah, I know you like The Mandalorian. You, you like Game of Thrones. You liked Game of Thrones up till the last season or the finale. Here's my pitch. Isn't it isn't it about time for a if you say fucking crossover, dude? I'm gonna flip the table. No, no, not a crossover, but a crossover of the two concepts. Of the knights and kings and sorcerers in a sci-fi like fantasy setting, like, and I'm you're not talk, talking. About, you're talking, talking about, about Star Wars. You're talking about something else. You're something talking about. Else. You're talking about crawl. They made it. They've already made this. You're talking about crawl, bro. I know it's a little crawl. I know it's a little dune. But I want. Why, why do you want fucking knights in space? That's like yeah, He-Man. That's, that's like He-Man shit. I want a new original idea instead of a reboot or a sequel. And I love sequels. I love prequels. I love reboots. I love revitalizations. I don't like remakes usually. There's that is few, Masters of the Universe, sir. There's a few exceptions to where I think remakes are. Are, are you here? Are you hearing me? I don't feel like I'm being heard. Okay, that's ma that's, that's Masters, Masters of the fucking Universe. Okay, that's fine. Make me a new Masters of the Universe. I know they're trying to get one made. But I want a like something different. Let's come up with a new original idea from scratch no. that blends these two worlds together, these two ideas together. Knights in space. In fact, the name could literally be Knights in space. What about that sex and robot shit that had fucking space and fucking which one? Direct sex and robots that fucking 2019 fucking Netflix shit. I missed that. How did I miss the name of a show with that title? There's a lot I of stuff out there. No, you're too busy rewatching fucking Phantom Menace with your dick out. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. I did <laughs> like. I do like Revenge of the Sith. It's a great prequel. The other two were eh, meh. No, Attack of the Clones. Terrible dialogue and their love. The worst love scenes and some of the worst love scenes in movie history. Well, I mean, The Room, Showgirls, those had some. Runners for the fucking worst sex scenes. Right. Maybe I'm going a little bit. If you've made any home videos, I mean, you could throw those in if you like. I just, want, I just think it's time for a new from scratch story of Nights in Space. I know we've done it before. Have you thought about writing your own shit? Maybe. Maybe I need to write. I tried to pitch you Gal a star, uh, Cats in Space a few years ago, and you said, no, people are past the cats being like a pop culture or cool thing right now. 
Well, I mean, go on TikTok, and that clearly is not the case. See, we should have done it there like three years ago, and we could have had it out. A, out, a out TikTok now. movie? Well, we should have done Noah Cats in Space movie like three years ago. It would have been out now. It would have been ready in the middle of a pandemic, and we would have gotten bankrupted for making a movie and releasing it in the middle of a pandemic. So maybe well, it was a terrible idea. Well, and then there was Cats. That was pretty awesome. Cats. Speaking of Cats, let's let's start a little reviewing of the year in kind of reverse and just talk about Wonder Woman 84 that just came out on, on a theatrical. Now, you saw it. You tried to watch it. You said you quit 20 minutes in, right? Well, I kept getting distracted. I'm just going to leave my hand up for like the whole show like this, and I'm just going to be like, move it. Like You need the human contact. I'm just going to move it subtly as I do the show, and I can come over every now and again over here and, and pet I start- back. I started watching it with a friend, and uh, we got distracted by our Scrabble game. So, uh, that's. I went back to it hours later, and I still felt the same. And then I tried to finish it the next day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it really was terrible." It was like watching a Tim and Eric. Actually, it was like if the dollar store produced a movie. Mm-hmm. Whoa. If, that, if that makes Whoa. any sense, if that makes sense, like not yeah. just, not just like it's worth a dollar. That's not what I mean. Not like, but you know, that vibe of a dollar store, like if it did produce movies and sell that movie. Yeah. Like that's the fucking vibe I got from like, I was like, is this a fucking Tim and Eric skit? It's just like, what are they fucking trying to do? I'm sorry. So yeah, yeah I wonder it was fucking hilarious and how bad it was though. Right, it was, it was, you know, I I was surprised more than anything else. I was surprised because they had extra time on that movie. Dude, that was like a fucking over two hours. They had extra time on that movie to get the editing right. They had, you know, I I think okay, you could talk about how they don't want to spend any more money on a movie, and that was the Warner Brothers that spent all the money they were going to spend on that movie. But Patty Jenkins could have gotten on her laptop and simply figured out some edits for that movie that would have made it a better movie. You could have called in a couple of people like uh, Scandal, Joan Jett, put a couple of new, a better could have pup, could have add a couple of songs to the movie to give it more of an eighties vibe because the song the soundtrack <laughs> the soundtrack laid an egg. You put in I've, I know I've, I said this on the last podcast. We had Chris Cassidy in here and he's great and he liked it, but and I respect his thoughts on that. He's actually on our our, our uh, chat right now. But here's the thing. I think that you could have done so much more with the soundtrack. The movie takes place in 1984. What music was already out from 1980 to 1984? Scandal, Warrior. That to me is the perfect song for Wonder Woman. You could have used that in a fight scene, and it would have added so much more energy to the movie. Yeah. What wrong or right? Wrong. You're not wrong. What 80s song did you hear in that fucking movie that you remember? There's there's one that I, but it was in the um when they're at the party when she sees Stephen Trevor. Uh-huh. And it's like the glamour party with all the high society people and they're using a um, it's more of a new wave song but I can't remember the name of it right offhand. It's fine for the scene. I don't mind that song there. I just think that there was other scenes where there was like an opera song at the museum which went on forever 
add something in there that's a little 80s-ish. You had Stephen Trevor walking around with his hit bag and his members-only jacket and making jokes about trash cans. There would have been a perfect scene to throw in a little 80s music, like real 80s music, because he's, he's dressed. You're, you're overemphasizing 80s with the clothes, and you're underemphasizing 80s with the more important element, the music. I mean, that's really all you have, right? I mean, that would have to, es to establish you're in the 80s. I mean, if you were to have a movie that say that movie is a four or five out of 10, it bumps it up easy to a seven by getting a couple of songs in there. Look how Stranger Things, Stranger Things, oh, Stranger Things does much better with the music. They're not continuity wise, always right on the music. Like I've watched that because I'm, you know, a music nerd and I've watched that show and I know they put in songs before that timeline wise didn't make sense because it would have been a song that wouldn't have been out during that time on the show. But I kind of suspend belief on it a little bit. They do it like crazy on the, on the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is. The Goldbergs is on ABC. It's set. That's Brian Callen's fucking shit, right? Who? Brian Callen. Is that the guy that does it? I know he was on it. I don't know yeah. if he's like, he's one of the uh, canceled fucking LA fucking Rogan fucking crew dudes. Mm -hmm. Uh, but let me just for people that lived through the seventies and eighties, like, do you remember the seventies? A little bit. You're, you're a, little a little bit younger than me. A little bit. Okay, but you remember the eighties for sure. Yeah, I mean, I do know the vision of the that the, the records being broke. I've seen the foot the video. The, di the disco sucks. People breaking records in the oh uh, my baseball, god. I remember that shit. Stadium, baseball stadium. But I'm just saying, like, what? movie or fucking show has ever just nailed the fucking 80s for you where you're like oh yeah it's just like okay the, the way it was like who's okay. ever fucking nailed it and like what do you have besides like shitty fashion and the, whatever shit music was out at the time for me the one that nails it is guardians of the galaxy one volume one and that's mentioned uh, actually on our, our chat. for the five minutes that he's on earth but they used music also even in the scenes that are not on Earth. They use look because he has that Walkman. So, yeah, but there's like a couple of AM golds from the 70s. And then the rest of it's like fucking what, like 60s shit. Yeah, but yeah, but because that's I'm not even saying it didn't work. I'm just saying not all of it's like uh, based in where the time that fucking Quill came out of. Now I do realize that sometimes it, decisions are made musically because of the cost to get the song. And they're trying to balance their checkbooks on how much music they can afford to put in a movie. Um, but they can still, you get one, just one good song and one good scene, right? Knock it out of the park. It can make the bump the movie up a couple of notches. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. You're saying it could be, have a good song and make it a great movie. But I was just talking about something that's accurate to the fucking time. Okay. Guardians and of there's Galaxy. plenty, there's plenty of songs in Guardians of the Galaxy that weren't from that particular decade. If I'm not mistaken. Well, it works because he travels to the future. Like, I know 10cc is definitely a 70s song. I know uh, the fucking one that, oh, no, that's the second one that Groot's dancing in or whatever. I know yeah. there's a bunch of 70s shit, and that's all his mixtape his mom made. But, mm -hmm. like, I don't get it. And, like, there's definitely that fucking late 70s, 80s vibe shit going. But, yeah. like, that's not, I never considered that, like, a like an 80s piece like fucking Wonder Woman's trying to be. 
And by the way, 84 fucking sucked. I remember that year, and it sucked ass. Terrible place. Terrible time. Well, music. But for music, it's iconic. They've made documentaries about the music that came out in 1984. The amount of of iconic albums that were released that year is unbelievable. I I only remember Van Halen and Culture Club. That's it. Yeah, well, by 84, you had Springsteen. Uh, Born Michael, in the USA. Michael Jackson, Prince. Thriller, Purple Rain. Those all came out in 84. Hold on. I'm going to give you the breakdown of 1984 albums because it's, it's like the mo- one of the most prolific years in music ever. 1984. That, who the fuck said – what do you mean ever? Because Thriller? Because Purple Rain? Because no, Born no. in the USA? No, it wasn't just that. that there were a many – in fact, actually, thriller, thriller comes out, I think, in 83. Yeah, Thriller oh, came out before okay. that. Okay, get ready. This is now these, no. are all, these are popular albums. They're not underground. Okay, 19, 1984, <laughs> 1984 Van Halen, Purple Rain, 84, Born in the USA, uh, REM's Reckoning, uh, U2, U2's Un- Unforgettables, uh, Don't remember Mar- it. Metallica's Ride the Lightning. Not iconic, but great. Uh, let's see. The Cars, Heartbeat City. That's okay. Uh, let's see. Private Dancer, Tina Turner. Private Dancer! Those aren't iconic, dude. There's like two albums in there. They could have had a... I don't want to argue about this. Well, you, I think you agree, though, that they laid an egg on the soundtrack. I don't think it... On, inexcusably. On Wonder Woman, 84. I've never made a movie. Oh, wait. That's not true. I've made two. But... <laughs> No, those don't count. I'm not, a, I'm not a home video camera. I'm not a movie in your bedroom. Make, I'm not a movie maker. But again, I go back to the to make a period piece, and we'll just say 70s, 80s. What does everybody always do? It's like stupid fashion and an 80s song, or something that sounds like an 80s song that you know if you can't afford that 80s song. That's why I asked you, think of a fucking movie that fucking nails it. And you said Guardians of the Galaxy, but we're not even on fucking Earth for most of that goddamn movie. Well, so, I mean, so pick another one. For me, uh, well, Stranger Things. Stranger yeah, Things does a pretty good job on at least having music that fits the mood and the vibe. It's not always continuity wise with the time. I felt like they got it. I think they I think they nailed it for sure. They get it pretty good. I mean, but I could go back, well, of course, I can easily go back to stuff that was actually in the eighties. That did a great job using '80s music in the within the story. Miami Vice as a series at times was brilliant and nailing it. And they didn't even know what songs were going to be iconic, so they kind of just played a guessing game, and then they nailed it a few times on putting songs in the show. Is there a song from Miami Vice that you still listen to? Yeah, it's because my son really got into it. When he was like two years old, and I played it for him like crazy. It was one of the first songs that he really got into that was not a nursery rhyme type song. And it's just it's Tarzan Boy. And the reason why I played that song was because I was calling him Tarzan Boy because when he's two years old, he's swinging around a lot and hanging on stuff. Uh-huh. So I said, You're like a little jungle boy, you're like a Tarzan boy. And then it's like they made a song about you. And then I played that song and he went nuts over it. The whoa, 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 whoa. So you have like life. my you have like Miami Vice songs that just randomly that was on, that was on Vice. You just randomly have like Miami Vice soundtrack songs that you just casually just listen to. 
Spotify playlist ready to go just anytime I'm advice songs. Just, just ready. I feel like we've spent way too much time talking about this. We have. We spent I'm an hour, being we spent a hour. contrarian. We spent an hour on this and we haven't even talked about the pandemic, the elections. What <laughs> pandemic? Okay, let's go. Let's go into Mandalorian real quick because that was a big significant thing this year. You love this show, don't you? Yeah, it's fucked up is that I uh, refused to watch it for the longest fucking time because I was like, fuck that. I don't like stuff that people like. Well, that and also because the movies kind of scared you off a little bit. And also you thought you had told me when I asked you first asked you in season one about Mandalorian, you said, oh, baby Yoda, that's kind of pandering to the fan base. I really and I still think that. But like, check it. So uh, I didn't get on uh, Mandalorian until like a, two weeks before it ended. Mm hmm. So like I binge the whole fucking thing in, and it took me three episodes to even give a fuck. Like yeah. I even have a text to my friend saying, "Hey, uh, New Mutants was pretty fucking rad, but Mandalorian, meh." And he was like, "You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. How can you even say that?" And then I was like, "I said something about the Christmas, the Wookie Christmas special being iconic," and he's like, "Oh, so." Christmas with the Wookiees is iconic, but fucking Mandalorian is meh. I think he was going to unfriend me because of what I said about Mandalorian. But eventually, I came around yeah. when, uh, spoiler alert, mm -hmm. the fucking, what's that android? A fucking... The IG. AK-47, what's his face? When that scene happened, I was like... And it was like a robot chicken scene, basically. Yeah. And, uh... When he saves the fucking kid from the fucking stormtroopers. IG-11, by the way. IG-11. Is it really? IG-11? That shit was fucking dope as fuck. And then I was like, oh, this fucking show kicks ass. And I was obsessed. This guy. There he is. He fucking... IG-11. Spoiler alert. Submerged himself in lava. Had to make sure this wasn't on, like, my Pornhub window on my phone when I pulled when I held it up to... Okay. I'm kidding. No, it's a joke. I clown. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't watch porn. He just makes it. No comment. Okay. No pumpkin. comment. You pumpkin fucker. I know what you do. You you know my my game. You know my game. Okay, so you're on. You're one thousand percent now. Mandalorian. It's still a pandering fuck game, but like, fuck it, whatever. It had Bill Burr, so that was pretty cool. Bill Burr, by the way, this season putting on a performance that's Emmy worthy, like for guest star. Dude, that scene when he was all like I mean, Emmy, when he was all fucked up about shit with what's his face. What was that fucking dude's name? When he's talking to them to uh, Din. Yeah, when Emmy. they're in the fucking mess hall talking <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, See, his, that, the guy in the, the that guy was legit. That was legit shit. That's like something out of a really good war movie. That was like out of Goodfellas fucking shit, man. Yeah. That, that, writing that, that, that was like Scorsese shit. Was yeah, that's like exactly. Not just the act, not just the directing, the acting, and the writing were all on point, like Emmy worthy, like Oscar winner. Who directed that fucking uh that episode? Was that, that was, Fav was that Favreau? That was the next to last episode, wasn't it? I thought it was the last one, but you're right. I think you're right. Oh, no, the last one would have been the Luke would have been the spoiler alert. The finale. Uh, the Mandalorian season two directors. Natalie Portman. She directed it. That's right. Now, who directed that? 
Chris, if you're still there, can you uh, give us a save on that? And who directed the Bill Burr episode? Don't you uh, have a... I, can't you well, like I know, Goog- I know that you, like, Robert, Google it. I'm doing, I'm doing that too. I know that Robert Rodriguez directed the, um, the, the Boba Fett episode where he fucks up those stormtroopers, and then I also know that uh, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, the Boba Fett episode, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Sorry, that's a tick I have. I, I just think- randomly do that oh, hand solo line. Oh, okay, I get you. It's a tick I have, and I do it to people that don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, and it makes shit really awkward, but yeah. Yeah, just so gonna, just gonna roll with it. That episode was episode nine. No, it was John Favreau, looks like. Nailed it. Yep. October 30th. Was it? No, wait. Was it the reckoning? It was the reckoning, right? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. John Favreau, that episode was directed by... Deborah Chow. Yes, was that her? If it's The Reckoning. The Believer. Wasn't, no, that was The Believer. Oh, fuck, my bad. Okay. That was by, that was directed by Rick. That was, oh, my bad. I was in the wrong season. Name, I'm, I'm sorry. Fami Yuwa. Well, I'm, I'm saying his name wrong, I'm sure. Uh, Peyton Reed directed the finale, which is the Ant-Man director. So. The Wood. Brown Sugar. This dude ain't directed shit. Where the fuck did this dude come from? The guy that directed uh, the episode? He's a screenwriter, too. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes the best directors come out of just out of nowhere. Is that true? I I think so. Yeah, I think there's been some there's been some exceptional directors that kind of had sort of maybe did some television, directed some television, but never had directed movies. Maybe they were Steven Spielberg used to direct like episodes of of um of Friends Columbo, of Columbo before he was a movie director. He was directing like these these one hour TV dramas on television. Nobody knew who the hell he was, and then he got a Jaws just kind of came out of nowhere. Fucking Jaws. Perfect movie. He had to do. A, he had to pay his dues though and direct some TV shows. So like some of those Columbos. I think he did some other stuff too that was in that long that similar. Not a bunch, but he did a little bit of television. He didn't like it either. He didn't really want to do television, but he, he got to, he had to do it to get his name recognized. Okay, a Mandalorian. Another big thing for this season. Uh, you know what's weird about 2020 because of all the movies getting delayed, uh, where it was almost a, a barren wasteland of movie theaters across the country. There wasn't a lot of movies. So the movies that came out like the beginning of the year, pre pandemic, the biggest box office movie of 2020 is probably going to end up being the bad boys sequel. How the fuck did I miss that? And in a year, you can probably catch it on streaming now. And it, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if I actually went to the theater and watched it and just totally forgot. It actually was really good. I saw it. I really enjoyed it. When did it come out? out in january oh shit beginning of the year yeah and it was it was number one in the box office for a couple months what was the plot maybe that'll jar my fucking memory well it's bad boys it's will smith and martin lawrence yeah i'm aware of that but what the fuck is the premise okay well it's it's about his uh finding his estranged son will smith has an adult son that he's estranged from that's boring as fuck all right. Anyway, it was really good. But anyway, what else did you watch on TV this year? I, I know the boys. I binge watched the boys. 
The boys was the fucking the jam. The boys is the jam. Now some people, what's that? What's this? Shit's Creek. I was I was all about Shit's Creek and Ozarks. The beginning of the pandy. Yeah, that was my jam. Is your jams? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like I watched like all of Ozarks in fucking a matter of a week or something crazy. It just was nonstop. I still have to get caught up on that, but I'm excited. The same with Shit's Creek. The same with Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. And I'm the boys, man, too. the boys. That was that might be the best series of all fucking time, and never no. fucking let and it never let you down. Like no. Game of Thrones was yeah. geared up to be that, and then took a big fucking shit. Boys never did that. No, not so far. I mean, they still could. I mean, the show's only been on for two seasons. You better watch your mouth. But they'll never ask, do that. Okay, let me ask you this. Now there were a lot of people though on my TikTok. Oh really? A lot of people on your TikTok? On the Thunderpop TikTok that said they didn't like they thought season one was exceptional. They were disappointed. They thought season two was a little weaker. That sounds like fucking Gen Z bullshit. That's what I think. I, I like both seasons. I'll agree season one is the stronger of the two, but it by no stretch of the imagination what? was I just a, was I I still think season two listen man was was unbelievable. They were both unbelievable. The first time you get a blowjob is fucking great. You know? And maybe you'll fucking remember it as, like, amazing. But it won't fucking matter what how it went down technique-wise because it was the first time. And that's how I would like to put fucking the boys in the context. That's that's Yeah, it's fucking amazing because it didn't exist in your fucking brain yet. You need to be getting on my TikToks. We need but to some fucking videos. two is fucking solid. I, you know what? I could probably see where somebody would be like, ah, this is kind of a lull because maybe one did hit fucking harder and like more often. Because I do remember times where I was just like getting blue balled a lot. But honestly, I was able to fucking do all the first season, I feel like, versus having to wait for episodes on number two. You know, so maybe I do have I a fucking skewed, a skewed well, fucking perspective. And no, the blowjob analogy maybe you. isn't correct. No, for me, they were both page turners. I was excited where I wanted to stay up late and keep watching it. Like I didn't want to turn it down, turn it off. So they were both page turners for me. I hope they're able to sustain it. I hope they're able to get at least good four or five. Good you seem worried. Out. You seem worried that they won't. No, it's just hard to keep that level, but I think they can. It's based the source. It's going to be really depend on the source material. If there's enough good stories from the comic books, to be able to, I feel like them. everybody has. I feel like everybody has PTSD from Game of Thrones. I feel like nobody yeah. has any faith in any I fucking heard. series yeah. Yeah. that starts off that fucking strong. And like, I feel that, and I fucking get it, but we cannot live our lives like that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, shows it's happened before. Shows have sustained really well. I mean, didn't break. Yeah, like bad. Friends. Friends didn't let us down. Oh, they never. They Everybody never fucking dies at the end. And it's just the way we fucking wanted it. Friends never let us down from season one to I think it was eight seasons. From season one to season eight, it was. Did you on, Did you ever it, hear that theory that it, Friends was it, it, all just a, a mass hallucinate or Friends was a hallucination of Phoebe being like fucking psychotic? That would be a cool like if they did a kind of a made a sideshow like a a movie about. I don't it. think I've. I don't think I've ever watched a Friends in my life. They've been wanting like to do. They've been wanting to get them back together to do a reunion for years, and they won't do a scripted 
reunion show because they think it would be kind of lame and they're probably right even though people want to see it they probably don't want to see it but if they made that movie the phoebe hallucin hallucinogenic movie if they went all dark about it that would be cool now i'd be into that people would watch the hell out of that a phoebe hallucinogenic movie where she's having the hallucinogenics, she does the hallucinogenics, and it's dark. Yeah, like you said, it's a whole dark, because, like, her real life is, like, super dark. So but what? Like, but they shoot it, they shoot it just like a sitcom, like the same fucking, like, rhythms and fucking tropes and all that shit, laugh tracks and all that sure. shit. Sure, yeah, they could. That's not Where how just, that's not So how it just, if it. it flashes back in between her hallucinating, she has, like, friends, and her just being, like, a crazy person, like, in a homeless camp. Something like yeah, something something weird like that. That's dark. terrible. I would never watch that. Of course, I would have to. They probably have to get a different actress to do it. I mean, she'd be she wouldn't be this right age to play herself again at that timeline, that part of the Phoebe timeline. But or you could just deep fake it. You could deep fake it, and what is it? if you're gonna deep fake it, just fuck it. Make a fucking put it on Pornhub and have a group sex, friends, whatever. By the way, what is? I'll be there for you. The, the the circle jerk with the friends in a circle, and they're going, I'll be there for you. That's your ringtone. I don't know why you're trying to pretend like you don't like it. Oh, boy. You know, there's the waterfall at the beginning of the show where they're all kind of dancing around the waterfall. Instead of the waterfall shooting water, it might be if something. If you say like, blood, I'm going to flip the fucking table. Hey, you you make your own story there. I'll I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it up to so you. So anyway, I feel like we've been talking about friends for four hours. We've been talking about friends for six hours. Okay, now. And it won't be the first time for me. Okay. Now, okay, let's we we covered that. Boys is awesome. We both love it. Screw the people on TikTok. Both season one and season two are amazing. And I can't wait for season three. Another one that's gonna come back in in Two days, or actually less than two days, January 1st. You know what's happened on January 1st other than a new year? What? Cobra Kai season three. Cobra Kai never dies. No fucking way. Is it already time? They're bringing it a week early because it wasn't going to come out until like the 10th of January. And now they're going to, as a Christmas present, oh, announce a whole week early. Coming out January 1st, New Year's Day. Even though they finished editing like fucking a month ago, all 10 episodes. Oh, dropping, shit. dropping all at once. That's so Weird. funny because, like, that Weird. was on. Viewing I remember pleasure. talking about uh, that shit with you, and it was on YouTube, and I was like intrigued, but I was like, I'm not paying for a show on YouTube, and I refused. Yeah. yeah. As soon as it went to fucking Netflix, though, I was like, I'm gonna watch this whole fucking thing. A lot of people did. A lot of people didn't get to it, see it until it got on Netflix, and once they got it on Netflix, it was a hit, it was a hit show all over again. Dude, I hope that dude. Those dudes make some money, man. I really do, man. Because that's such a imagine, good fucking show. I would like, imagine. I would imagine they are. I just love that fucking them turning that whole thing on its goddamn head. So you know, fucking clever, man. You know what? Those two guys, because they were on this show and they've got so known for being Danielson and Johnny, they kind of got stereotyped. But outside of that show, they're both really good. Like comedic, comedic wise, they're both pretty damn talented. Dude, fucking Johnny's like, he fucking nails that shit. That's like a dude I like grew up with. Like, not the actor, but the dude he plays. He fucking nails that shit. I have to remind myself that's not like a fucking, that's not that guy. Yeah, it's that's not like really like guy. that's like watching uh, actor interviews with the dudes uh, from Letterkenny, and you're like, oh, you're not fucking Hicks. You're like actors. I forgot. 
And they're like legit. I heard uh, they're only going to do four seasons, though. They're only that's fine. It's such a good I mean, show, probably, man. If they ended it like fucking now, it'd be like, all right, cool. You fucking did a good job, man. Good for it's you. It solidly has another two seasons in it. Because this season is all about trying to get like get back at 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 uh, John Kreese. Do you think those dudes made money, though? Because I feel like they already produced so much of it for YouTube and shit before it even went to Netflix. Do you think that was all producers that got that dough? Well, no, for them to do it. Well, they got it. They got on as producers themselves. Because I don't think Ralph Macchio was making fucking money. So that Johnny dude definitely wasn't like those guys had to have been like struggling. Well, Ralph Macchio was the last fucking thing he did. It was like Cousin Vinny in fucking 1993. Oh, you know what else? He's in. He was on King. Of, he was on King of. Uh, no, not King of Queens. Uh, Kevin can wait on CBS. The fuck is that? He played. He played a like an an asshole rich guy on a sitcom with Kevin James. Oh. he was good. He was good on the show. He was playing like the bully. It was kind of ironic because it kind of flipped, and he was the bully, Ralph Macchio, on the on the Kevin James show. Right. He's really good. He's really good, and it's worth it. If anyone that's a Macho, Ralph Macchio fan, it's worth it to find that obscure show that was only on for two years to see him play this part because he's so good in it. But yeah, I mean, they got stereotyped for like decades because they were everyone just thought of him being. Well, gay. I mean, dude. would you hire? Would you? I mean, can you imagine him trying to get a job? Everyone just thinks he's the Karate Kid. It's hard for him to get out of that. That's well, he did. He did fucking Crossroads. He was in The Outsiders. He was in my cousin Vinny. Yeah. What the fuck else was he in? Well, but like, that, there, got there, were, there was a whole bunch, a whole bunch of fucking '80s dudes that didn't do shit. And as far as what's his face that plays Johnny, dude, there was blonde assholes who were a dime a dozen in fucking '80s movies back then that, that fucking never did anything ever again. Can you imagine those guys all lining up at auditions, auditioning for the same parts, and they all the had same a- fucking chud in every fucking eighties movie that like sweaters the- tied around, sweat tied around their neck, all all ready for the, the audition, and they all looking at each other like trying to psych. Dude, that was off. like every fucking teen romp fucking movie had a fucking chode in it. That was like a blonde, square jawed asshole. Well, they probably had better a- off dead. Fucking revenge of the fucking nerds. Uh, whatever. All those fucking movies. Well, they probably had like five to ten of those guys that were the, like the best versions of those guys. And uh, as he sucks on his oxygen bottle, there was like. Well, I mean, fucking Robert De Niro wasn't paying playing bully number one ever in his fucking life. So well, I he, mean, he was young. He was too young. I mean, he was too old to play it at that point. But yeah. So you know what else? Uh, William Zatka was in back in the eighties. He was on several. He was a, he had a series, a TV show. You probably would have no idea what TV show he was on as a regular. I have no ready, idea. You ready for this? No, I'm not ready, but go ahead. Okay. And you don't care, I'm sure. But The Equalizer. Do you remember the show The Equalizer? Not I'm, the movie. I'm aware of its existence, yeah. There was a show called The Equalizer. Well, he played The Equalizer's son on The Equalizer. That William sucks. That's a, that, sh- that's, that sucks. Well, yeah, but he had another job other than the Karate I Karate. just want to imagine being that dude and, like, you're talking to somebody, somebody you want to – insert yourself into and you're like oh yeah i used to be on like a show and shit and they're like oh cool and you're like oh yeah i was like the dude's son on the equalizer and they're like that's cool i have to go to the restroom right quick and then they fucking jump out a window to avoid having to walk past you again i believe, I believe that insert never mind <laughs> what <laughs> nothing were you just fucking muting me the whole time no you know what 
That's a good idea, though. That's a great idea. Okay. I, and I regress. Now, let's get into the... Are you ready? COVID 2020. The pandemic. Donum, donum. Donum, donum, donum. Pandemic. 2020. COVID. 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 Okay. COVID. COVID. All right. So... It's uh, been a pandemic this year. Oh, really? How, how? Yeah. How has your pandemic been going? I'm going to get an update on the status of your pandemic. I've been training for this my entire life. I think for an introvert, it's fucking easy as fuck and still a challenge. But for anybody that relies on human contact, they're fucked. I still have been employed, so I'm super lucky. So I really can't fucking say shit, but it's definitely been weird. Mm -hmm. So I think my experience is uh, the least shitty of a lot of fucking people's experiences for sure. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're out there. You're still out there in the world. You know, I was furloughed at the beginning of the year and then my business was shut down. So I've been home putting on packing on weight been daddy daycare. Uh, I've been you know, goofing around with this. Um, so yeah, I've, I, for me, it's, it was a little more isolation. Um, it's been weird. So you told me right before we went on that you have gone out and got, because of your job, I think that you were able to get. Oh yeah. I got vaccinated today. Yeah. You did yeah. that today. So yeah. what's, how do you feel? Well, I feel pretty decent with all the supplemental O2 I've been taking since this started. But uh, my arm just started hurting while we started talking. I got this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, so far, I don't feel anything except the soreness from getting a fucking needle shoved in my – and that just started. Yeah. So nothing. But now, uh, is this one of those two? Is this one of those two-parter where you have to? Yeah, go back to yeah. Another one? Yeah. Twenty-eight days later. Now, after the twenty-eight days, are you done? Is that it? Yeah. Now it doesn't fully work until you have the two. That's the way I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And you got it a little sooner because of your job, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought I thought I was going to get it a lot sooner because I thought I was like some sort of VIP, but that was not the case. But I don't know. Is it not relate? Is it not available to the public right now? No, I think it's starting to be, but I okay. think it's also kind of a line, uh, and I don't know for sure. I've just well, I definitely know some rich fucking doctors that got it before me, and they're fucks, and they don't really even have to deal with the public. They just had some pull, so fuck those guys. So there's definitely been some people that got it before, you know, frontline motherfuckers got it, like myself, because I never stopped working, and I've yeah, been out yeah. there in every fucking hospital in this in central texas since this shit started they've been, they've been sending you around for work what's that they've been sending you around the state for work to help just, out just central texas that's it okay like in in this in this area of the state like in central texas yeah like i have my limits i can't go that far you know did so what how, how do you think well how do you feel about it do you feel like this is going to work do you think there's going to be a new mutation do you think that the, the vaccine's legit are you not ready to comment on it? It's too soon. I don't, I'm no scientist. I just did it because, uh, I'm not a scientist either. No, it's not going to, if it doesn't hurt me, which it might, I'd rather take a fucking chance. You know, if I'm wrong, 
barring any kind of adverse effects and like, Oh, well, I got a shot for nothing. That's like the least of my fucking concerns. You know, I didn't like the fucking idea of taking a chance of like getting anaphylaxis or, or Bell's palsy. That shit bothered me. But like, I, I, like I've had, I have people in my family that got COVID and it hasn't been a good experience to them. And like, there's no proof that this is going to do shit. But like, if there's a chance that it might keep me from fucking getting sick. And I've had like lung infections and shit. I got pneumonia, the last flu I had. So like, I've been, I don't, that was the only time I got concerned about, you know, like where I was going to fucking die from a fucking flu. And uh, I was a smoker for a long time. So like, I really, it's like worth it to me. Whether it fucking, dude, I don't fucking know, man. It might be complete bullshit. You know, I just talked to, I've, I've talked to different people and like that I think are pretty smart that are just like, fuck that. That's bullshit. I do know a dude that works in fucking drug testing. Like that's his whole game. And he's just like, fuck a vaccine. I'm like, all right. Some people think it's better to get it and fight it off than to fucking get a vaccine. Again, I have a fucking GED, man. What the fuck do I know? Now you, you actually thought you had it. The COVID <laughs> early on. You, so you did quarantine yourself. Yeah, cool. about two I'm weeks. A, I'm days? a hypochondriac. So this was back. This was back in March, though, right? Well, I got a fucking email from my employer that said, "Hey, if you got you know, you know X, Y, and Z fucking uh, symptoms, stay your ass home." So I had fucking the little sniffles and a little sore throat and a cough. So I was like, and it was lingering. So I fucking stayed home. Yeah, and you know, back had- then. You couldn't get tested for shit. They were like, unless you're dying, you go fuck yourself. No, you couldn't get back then, back in March, April, even May. No, nah, my doctor told me to go suck a dick. Pretty much. That's, that's what they were saying. That's what they're telling people. So, I mean, go suck a COVID dick. A COVID, a COVID-free dick, rather. Well, I mean, theoretically, that COVID dick would have some antibodies stored in it. You could siphon that out. Poss- possibly. Possibly. We that's don't science. That. That's fucking science, dude. That is. That's legitimate science. Now, let me ask you this. Okay, so no. I was a presumptive case myself because I got really sick early back in, in late February, not knowing even that COVID was really knowing much about COVID at that point, other than there was something brewing and people were talking about this pandemic, but it was did you think? Brutal. Did you think you had it? Well, in retrospect, because I had got sick, really sick in February, then I started feeling better in March, then there was the pandemic um it was announced that we were having a pandemic and and then i was like wait a minute and then i had some issues with breathing that went on for about a month and i don't know but i never because like you said back then you couldn't get tested so i never had now i just found out the other day this shows how much i know i just found out the other day but there were i know i had some nights where i went to bed and i had trouble breathing that's crazy, dude. It's crazy. So I never got tested because back then you couldn't get tested. I just found out the other day that you can go get tested to see if you've ever had it. And it, it's like a, it'll tell the you antibodies. Whether, yeah. The I didn't know that. Tests. I did yeah. not know that. You can just drive up to like Dell Children's and they'll just stick a swab up your ass and fucking tell you in like 20 minutes. Oh, well, sounds like a. a, little bit of a... Has, a has a demo demonstration of it, I believe. Bob's giving us a demonstration of what that would sound like if you did that. Um, it doesn't sound like that at all, dude. Um, 
So are we going to be out of this? Is this going to be finally dealt? Are we going to deal? Get out of this? <laughs> are we are we done or are we we're not done? Like is this we're going to get this figured out? Is this thing going to be figured out? Or are we going to be? Well, I'm no meteorologist, but uh, I have no fucking idea, dude. Yeah, it's the it's the new normal. I don't I fucking hate that. Know, I hate the new normal. I don't fucking I hate that know. term. Um, I don't fucking know. like. What do I know? Yeah. I don't know shit. I hate that. You know, it's creepy. You watch HEB commercials now, like Christmas commercials, and everybody was wearing a mask. And then my wife took took my son to Tuesday morning, because what else do you do in the middle of a pandemic? Uh, and take your son. I know one thing I don't do. Go to fucking Tuesday morning. So me and Bob live. Can I say this? Where we live behind? Is it we too live, much? TMI? We live behind Taco Smelly. We live behind a... so. Well, I live behind a Tuesday morning. That means I do too. I used to make the joke that we would look at the sunset on Tuesday over Tuesday morning on a Wednesday night. I gotta go. It's terrible. It's terrible. (laughs) It's terrible. You're the one sucking the oxygen, and I sound like I'm the one that had this brain literally sucked for making a joke like that. Okay. Pandemic is also the year of that election. Jesus. That election. Did you go vote? Yeah, of course. Did you take did you take a picture of yourself voting and put it on social media? No, you know what? I usually I've done that before. I didn't do it. This time, you know what I took a picture of? But I didn't post it. I just took the picture and then I forgot to post it on social media. I took a picture of the finger condom. Dude, oh my god. Did you get a finger condom? Yeah. Did you go to the fucking uh to the uh what the fuck is it? Not the, not Mormons, not oh, the Shriners Club. Right? Shriners, the Shriners, like, which is a front. It's got to be a front for some like underground scene. I was stuff. like Masonites, Mormons. Yeah, no, yeah. the uh, sh- the Shriners, the Shriners organization. They may be fine people. I shouldn't be saying that they're a secret society. They're fucking creeps. But they gave me that finger condom, and when I put it on. Because I'm not used to wearing condoms, AIDS. I fucking shot my finger condom like across the fucking room behind the fucking like, uh, the little fucking booth there, and I had to go chase it, and I looked like a fucking idiot. It was sorry, that was anticlimactic fucking story, but that was my voter experience. That and uh, like a Republican fucking dude with like uh, propaganda. Jumping in the line and giving me a bunch of shit to read, which apparently is against the law. Yeah, people still do that. I've even seen candidates, actual candidates running for for a political seat, actually at the campaign place themselves campaigning, which I don't understand how they they get away with it. That's against the law. But they do it. They do it. Anyway, there was the election. It was also... uh, Police brutality in 2020, and then we had the incident in Minneapolis. That in the Did you know? Of- I, do you know the first uh, weekend of the protest here in Austin? I got fucking caught up in that shit. You you protested? No, but I was driving, and uh, I have a friend that um, works for APD, so I. Gave them a holler to see if the roads were clear because I knew the protests were going uh, down. Yeah. And then I, I forgot up to check again before I went through downtown. 
And I rolled right smack dab into that first fucking uh, protest where they walked on the 35. Oh, man. Yes, I saw it. it. Was, I saw it on the news. Dude, that, that shit was fucking surreal, man. It was wild, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was fucking crazy. It was like I wasn't sh- – I, I kind of thought they were just – because I wasn't sure – I was pretty sure the cops were going to leave me the fuck alone because I was just a car stuck. Because right. we were we just got caught because there was a wide load uh, behind us. And then the protesters in front of us. So everybody that could turn around and get off the highway, but we were stuck because of this wide load that was behind us. So it was like 15 cars, including me, that were just stuck in between the riot police and the fucking protesters. It was fucking crazy, though. But everybody just got out of their car and just started chilling. It was fucking... Like, the protesters didn't even pay attention to us, and the cops didn't even pay attention. It was like... It was fucking weird. We also got in 2020 the Tiger King. Oh my God! Came, I almost forgot about that. Which came right at the perfect time when we needed we needed something like that. Dude, I ignored that shit for like a hot minute, and then I was in. Yeah. Oh, Bob. I think we lost Bob. In jail we now. We lost you for a second. Oh yeah, the co- uh, Joe Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, is in the Fort Worth Penitentiary. That's fucking nuts. He's been waiting, speaking of the elections, he's been waiting, hoping to get a pardon. And at the moment, the last I looked, he was not pardoned yet. Although they've been pardoning people left and right. Um, I mean, Blackwater, why not fucking the Tiger King? Yeah. I mean, I would have thought it was a, it would be a no-brainer for Trump to pardon the Tiger King because of the, the, the business side of things he could ink a reality show deal and make a ton of money because trump was a reality show star before the white house as we all know we all know well and you i would imagine if he's going he's going to go back into doing reality tv in some capacity because that's what he did before the pandemic before the presidential election and before the pandemic and i would imagine that's what he's done for the last four years no just kidding joke joke Eh, anyway some some would say some would say not but anyway it seemed I, like he would be a no-brainer for him to pardon the Tiger King and make reality TV with him. I think that's a horrible idea. And even as dumb as that fucking Trump is, I think even he knows that. Like, that has gotten all the mileage it's going to get out of it. Like, would you watch another fucking series as, as intensely as you did the first one just because Dickhead was on it? The Tiger King? Yeah. Like that whole fucking scene fell apart. That's like what makes it even like crazier is like how one by one, everybody involved in that shit's been like, it's like, Oh, there's human remains and fucking what's her face is now under scrutiny. And then that other dude that was like that creepster that also everybody was like, what's up with that guy who like grooms women to be his fucking multiple fucking tiger wives. And now he's under fucking scrutiny. And the dude that fucking, he had the beef with he's fucking gone. I mean, it's almost a rule. If you do, if you do a, if you own tigers and you, you, I mean, it's, it seems like it's attached because everyone on that show, the three trifecta of tiger moguls from that show, they all had some kind of issues. Have you ever seen any other humans like that in your fucking life? Not me, but I don't hang in those circles. I don't know. I don't know anyone that hangs in those circles. Do you know anyone like that? No. No, Fuck I don't know, dude. 
I will say this. Now, my cousin, now he doesn't own tigers. But my cousin from from the Midwest said that years ago that Joe Exotic came to their mall and he did a his tiger shows in like the food court. And that's the other thing. Just the fact that it's able to exist is fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was the, what was the bitch's name? Oh, well, the, the, the bitch to end all bitches, Carol fucking Baskin. Carol Carol fucking Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Crazy as fuck, but probably still treated her animals better than most. And still, that was not ideal situation for any fucking wild animal. Did she, did she do it? Did she kill her ex-husband? 100%. Those fucking cadaver dogs smelt some shit. That's, that's legit. That's real. And she, Carol Baskin never loses, does she? She never loses. She's still standing strong. She's been, she's on Dancing with the Stars. Is she Murdered really, dude? She did Dancing with the Stars. She got voted off pretty quick. She was only on for a couple of weeks. She was awful, though. She was terrible. Okay, I got something else that's terrible for you. Uh, before we do AIDS? it. Is it AIDS? Well, that's pretty terrible. COVID's Go pretty on. terrible. We don't wish AIDS and COVID on anybody except maybe our worst enemies, but I don't have any worst enemies. Do you have any worst enemies? Do you have uh, worst not really. Enemy? Not really. Anyone that you would wish COVID or AIDS on? Mm. Or both. Or both. The, the almost trifecta is to give is someone to have both. I mean, no, not really. No. Okay. Maybe like, uh, like a, like Hitler or a dictator, like maybe somebody that is a dictator could, maybe you might wish that on. Maybe, right? Like Jesus, Hitler, Mussolini. I mean, somebody that's alive? No, I can't think of anybody. Okay. Okay. Now, someone that's alive. Yeah. Trump, Trump already had the COVID. So, like, that's out. Trump, Trump had COVID, beat COVID. Um, there's been some people that haven't, that wasn't, that, that were casualties of COVID. The bully from Friday, that actor. Fucking Debo. No way. That was COVID that killed him. Yeah, they, they apparently it was COVID. Now he he survived. He had COVID one. He had COVID first. He got COVID. Then he recovered. Then six months or how many months later it is, he gets COVID again. And after he got COVID the first time, he was really careful. He started like working out because he wanted to be in shape and healthy just to make sure he didn't get COVID again. And he got COVID again. And then COVID got him the second time. Dude, that's so fucked up. COVID Fucking Zeus, man. So I think it's gonna be pretty easy to determine our asshole of the year. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna nail that pretty easily. Mitch pick. McConnell. Duh, of course it is. Worst, worst Give me my goddamn money. Worst chin and neck ever, by the way. Okay. He needs to grow a beard or something to, to hide that, whatever that is going on. Whatever. I don't wish COVID or AIDS on him, but if we could make a COVID AIDS, maybe I would. Then. Is this Mitch McConnell's uh, chin? Oh, dude, you're nailing it. That's perfect. That's the best impersonation I've ever seen you do. I can't do his voice, but I better not do that too long because you remember mom would say you made a face. It might stay that way too. Like, be careful. My, my mom never said that because she believed in science. Okay, bro? My mom told us that. I believed it for a long time. Anyway, okay. that's also something else. I can't quite put my finger on. I can't. This is something else. Like they go. It also looks like something else, but I can't quite put my finger on what it, what it, let me try this. Okay. 
Now I'm putting my finger on. No, okay, that was terrible. I amuse myself sometimes without amusing anyone else. Yeah, I feel like you do this podcast by yourself. I think I do. Okay, this is something else that probably only amuse. This actually, this amuses a mass number of people. TLC has no shame. I just found out about this today. I want to run this by you because you came out last year and I showed you Bear, the Bears competition show. Do you remember the Bears? Bear against man. Yes. Okay. Well, now I give you one thousand. Oh, come on! One thousand pound sisters. Oh no! It's it's a thing over on TLC. No. One thousand pound <laughs> what sisters. The fuck is happening. And that has come out at the very tail end of the year. Just when you think the Tiger King is kind of a bookend. We got Tiger King at the beginning of the year, and now we're getting 1,000 pound sisters at the end of the year. The bookend of the shit show that is 2020. She has fat on her forehead, dude. Come on. I saw her on TikTok the other day. Which one? Um, Both of them. They were talking. There was like, fuck. I don't even want to talk about it. Anyway, that's that's the one thousand pound sisters. Also, because they told her mother, their mother told them that if they eat sugar that day and they drink a diet soda, it'll negate the sugar intake of the day. And then the look on that fucking nutritionist face when they told her that, when the person that has fat on her forehead told the nutritionist that she thinks. The diet soda cancels out sugar. It was a terrible thing, man. I will never watch that fucking shit ever, man. Those poor fucking bitches. How did you find it on TikTok? And what were you doing watching it there? That's my fucking business. There's questions there. Okay. Well, one, I'm addicted to TikTok. Well, this is a good segue because my own personal accomplishment for 2020 because I've been stuck I've been stuck at home daddy daycare I mean I've enjoyed the extra time with my family I have not enjoyed the fact that there's a thing called COVID that's nice around, that you said that costing people jobs and, and putting people out of work and closing businesses down it's not it's not fun at all but I tried to make the most of it and I said in back in March if I'm laid off and I'm furloughed and my business is shut down I'm gonna figure out what I can do here at home to make the most of it. And I did that. I went out and stressed. I'm going to become a TikTok. Did you make money off of TikTok? Is I'm that what you're a, saying? I'm going to become a TikTok star. Are you making, are you monetarily fucking like prosperous on TikTok? Is that what you're trying to I, say? I am eligible for the TikTok creators fund. I have not, you have to still apply. I had not applied yet, but I had my, my big video. I hit. 1.4 million followers. And I'm not tooting my own horn, but we are doing a year in review. Oh, so 100% you are tooting your own fucking horn. There it is. How did you get a million views, bro? Okay. I, you know, it's it probably would be another podcast all on its own. On how I you took, got a million views? Why well, I took a class in March. The school I went to the school of TikTok online. I took a class. Dude, are you Trevor fucking Bell. serious? No, I'm, I'm very serious. I took the Trevor Bell. That's what COVID, a pandemic, and being at home will do. You start coming up with these crazy No, no, shit. no, no. What a pandemic will do was make you chronically masturbate and watch every single show that ever fucking created and 
gain 19 pounds, not send you to TikTok school. Well, after after I had done all that and I and I needed something something new to do, I started on the dark web. And after I finished the dark web, hey, listen, man, if you're not single and alone during a pandemic, then you're not experiencing a fucking pandemic. I'm sorry, I'm done. Go ahead. True, true story. So you went to fucking TikTok school. I went to the school. I did. What's an e class? I mean, it's a class online. You take like modules. And you watch. How much? Videos. How much did you did you pay more than a thousand dollars for this class? Oh, it's like a, you pay five. You pay ten dollars, and you just pay the ten dollars a month until you want to cancel it. So you could do it for a month and watch all the modules. I don't get any endorsement fee for for. A, but as a result, I took his class. Then I studied with another creator and their videos content on how to do video content. And I just combined like five different things that I learned from five different creators. And I ramped it up a little bit by adding my own little whatever into it. And that's how I got a video that made a 1.4 million views. No shit. I just used all that stuff. And I put my own little, like my own little silly, like ridiculousness into it. You know, and they, they told us in the class, in the modules, he told us, the video you least expect or be the ones that will go viral. The videos you work your butt off and you're sure that they're like instant classics will probably lay an egg and be a flop. It's the ones you don't expect sometimes that they're hit. And this was so, the case. This so one. what does he attribute that to? Cause that's completely fucking vague as shit. Uh, you know, it's about, it's about having, I mean, it's, there's a lot of things that come into it. Like in my case, I had a little controversy in my video. And that's a formula for viral video anyway, is to have something that causes a little bit of a stir online. In my, I had a, I had said, okay, basically the video, the content in the video, I say that Jacob Battalion, the actor that plays Ned on a Spider-Man, that plays Peter Parker's friend, yeah, he, he lost a bunch of weight. I talked about his weight loss, and I said, you know why he lost, why he's, why he's did, why he did it? He's preparing to be the Hobgoblin in a future Spider-Man movie. And that got everybody stirred up because they were like, no, you can't say that. Maybe he was doing it just to be healthy. Can he do it just to be healthy? And so it caused a big stir up. But it also, people were interested because it was a theory that hadn't been thrown around like that much on social and, media. And it's, but it's complete bullshit. What do you mean? He's not going to ever be the fucking hobgoblin. Probably not. Only if they do it like a multiverse kind of thing or if he gets brainwashed. Okay, so neither of those things would ever fucking happen. Not in a fucking time frame that word. It's getting where you he, fired up. Where it's he wouldn't. It works. Not, it's getting you fired up now. Well, just basically because that's fucking horse shit. I can't believe anybody would even argue that he would ever be the hobgoblin. But the factors. But, he, but even so, I feel hot about it just because, like, why is everybody arguing? He'll never be the fucking hobgoblin. See, it's working though, and those are people like yeah, you you're that right. were commenting on my thread, and then pushed it to like the for you, and then and then it went viral after that. Because so. just me saying that, if I said that in a text on TikTok, all shittily like I just did, that's going to incite somebody to just be like, you don't fucking know what the fuck do you know about the fucking hobgoblin? I'd be like, I don't know shit. I just know that dude will never be the fucking hobgoblin, which is set off a bunch of other people. You're absolutely that's- right. It started at see so there, there now you answered your own question how did i get a video get 1.4 million views well by being uh subversive and controversial pretty much pretty much and good light and good lighting good lighting was important and using a ring flash 
and you being a sound guy, knowing that I had to have a good, good sound also it has to be nice and clear. <laughs> yeah. It always perplexes me. People that like, you know, like I'm listening to this Dweezil Zappa fucking podcast. I'm like, okay, like he probably has some decent equipment. And then you hear somebody that's like, is easily a fucking millionaire. It's like an LA fucking established fucking comedian. And their podcast sounds like they're doing it on their fucking standard fucking iPod issued fucking, not even earbuds, but that's their headphones fucking mic. It's like, bitch, I know you cleared $6 million net last year. What the fuck are you doing? You see that a lot. I mean, I think a little bit, okay, I think it's two things. One is there's probably a little bit of a hubris there of like, oh, I don't need to do any of that because like, people are going to be interested in whatever I have to say. I'll just go on and do it. I don't care about Bill Burr's podcast was like that for like the first couple of years. Even Joe Rogan. You see the first ever Joe Rogan podcast? Joe Rogan still has the best sounding podcast out of anybody, which you is know, fucking surprising. I Sam, Sam Harris is like second. Or like equal to that, but everybody else is like hot dog shit. Yeah, like I super sure. high fucking like no fucking compression, no fucking. It's just like all their fucking highs, their fucking guests. If they fucking have people like via fucking Skype or fucking whatever fucking people are using, it's terrible, mm-hmm. dude. Terrible. Yeah. No, there's a lot of bad. Well, you know, yeah, and that's the problem with live streams. I once the pandemic's over and I can start having people in studio again. I prefer that and we'll go that route as, as much as I can because you're yeah, I just to- assume this sounds like fucking dog shit too. Cause not, they always not bad, do. Not, not as bad though. Cause I've, I've, I've been doing it. I've, I've practiced and I've studied sound. I've tried, I'm still not like Joe Rogan quality by no stretch of the imagination, but that's why I went and got this mic. This is the mic they use on the Joe Rogan. A real, con- a real condenser mic, like a fucking grown up. So Very I got nice. a real grown up mic. That was one of my 2020 uh, goals. And I went out and got a real mic and that helps a lot. It does. It's a fucking huge deal, man. New mixer too. I went and got the new mixer for the help of the sound. Okay. We're going to jump into agree or disagree on this 130. I already disagree. Agree, disagrees with everything. I've just got two questions for you. Cause I knew it was going to be a long discussion on the year. Me? We, we didn't even scratch the surface, but it was a lot to, lot to tackle in a year of a pandemic and a year of, of protest and riots and police brutality and uh, what? Oh, murder, murder hornets, by the way, we had Jeez. murder hornets. How will oh, yeah. 2021 top this? Well, how will the sequel to 2020 even come close? Of course we hope it doesn't try. Maybe it's a, in a good way. If it beats it like on the positive end, that would be more of a thing. Okay, yeah. number one for this agree or disagree. A little music here as you suck on some oxygen. Okay. All right, and we'll we got some good people came in and commented. We'll we'll pull some of those up before we close out. Okay, do you remember the Kevin Smith Superman Lives movie that they never made? Yes, I do. That was going to be Nicolas Cage, and we we saw photos of some of the screen tests of that Nicolas Cage Superman. Kevin yeah, Smith there's, is, a, is there's a doc. There's a documentary right called "The Death of Superman." Yeah, there's a great documentary about it. Kevin Smith still loves talking about it. In fact, he talked about it because he found a letter from Warner Brothers, an old letter from his correspondence with Warner Brothers about doing the movie, and he read it on his podcast on the Fat Man on Batman. Podcast. Oh no, shit! 
So he brought he just pulled that up a few days ago because he found it while he was cleaning out his desk. He said, Oh, this is I gotta I'm gonna put this on my podcast. Okay, Superman lives never happened, but his pitch for the show, what was going to happen is in this one letter. And I, I started reading this today. It's like that actually could have been really cool. The pitch before I, I before I even hear what it is. I fully support anything Kevin Smith wrote for a fucking comic fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, mean, would, I, I would I wouldn't have supported Nick Cage as not just Superman, but just anything yeah. that isn't from fucking goddamn fucking uh kick ass, which was awesome by the way. Like him as Superman well, have- to me is fucking ridiculous. But anyways, go ahead. I have a different opinion on Kick-Ass, but that's a whole other show for a whole other topic there because I can go on a tangent with that. But here's, here's okay. the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Superman lives. The idea, I'll just give you a quick short thing on it. He was going to be, he, he loses his superpowers. And he, he gets a superpower sucked from, you know, sucked from his being. And he's weakening and dying. So he goes and, and creates a suit, kind of like an Iron Man type suit that gives him sort of the ability to still be able to fight and take on the bad guy wearing kind of his own version of an Iron Man suit. And he goes into battle with this suit on wall. So it will also help him buy time to keep himself alive and try to figure out how to get his powers back. So that's a big part of the movie's premise. Now, no the main, shit. The main villain is going around to like all these different people that have different power sources and he's trying to take all their powers and combine them so he can be one like trifecta supervillain. So like, this wasn't this wasn't from anything in the comics. He just pulled this out of his ass. Well, I mean, I know he pulled from some source material, but he pulled uh-huh. different things and kind of blended it together. Um, so anyway, it sounded really cool, especially if it was going to have a darker tone, a little edgier version of Superman. This is what he was pitching to do in nineteen. I think it was nineteen ninety four. Here's my idea. Especially with streaming wars, HBO Max looking for ways to get people eyeballs on their on their platform. Why not do that idea now, but in an animated series, a Superman Lives animated series, and have Kevin Smith produce it? Do you agree or disagree that that should be a thing? Sure. Are you fucking... that? Yeah. Why not, man? I Could mean, it still be good now. I don't know, man. Just out of the blue, like a Superman movie, and it's not with him with his powers. It's pretty fucking weird. But like they just did that Amazon one, right? Where he's fucking born in Russia. Yeah, they see they did Superman. Was that fucking Red Superman or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how well that did, but why the fuck not? I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Okay, another kind of revitalization sequel kind of thing is is going to happen. It's official. Well, they. They're planning on doing it. And this is going to blow your mind if you don't already know about this. Is a Lethal Weapon sequel, a new Lethal Weapon, which I think would be Lethal Weapon 5. Richard Donner, which has Superman connections because he's the the original Superman director for the Christopher Reeve Supermans. Uh-huh. He, is now, he is now like 95 years old. And at 95, he's going to direct Lethal Weapon 5 which, by the way, with Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, also not necessarily super young, by the way, themselves. I guess they would both be like, what, in their 60s? 
Mel Gibson, yeah. and Danny Glover. Okay. They're going to come back well, and do it. What was the last time Danny Glover was in anything? Yeah, I mean, and he's up there in his years. He's a great actor. Uh, you don't see him. You don't see him in many things now compared to when you know years ago. And Mel Gibson, of course, is, that's a whole other. We know some of his stories over hey. the years. Hey, hmm? Co- cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah. yeah, drugs are a hell of a drug. Yeah. Hey, you know who went to bat for him? Fucking Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, because he had, you know, he had his issues with drugs as well, and he's come back from it quite well. And and uh, he broke into someone's house with a gun, didn't he? Yeah, I guess. I don't fucking know. He doesn't like but... talking about it. And I, he sh- and I understand he's he's changed his life. He's moved forward. He's been but movies. Didn't that uh, Santa movie that Mel Gibson make take a big fucking shit recently too? Was that a movie that came out during the pandemic? It came out over Christmas, I believe. Yeah, so it probably was hurt a little bit by the pandemic. Okay, that, and then it was a piece of shit. I heard also. So, well, that probably didn't help. But okay, Lethal Weapon Five. Lethal Weapon Five. Will someone die? That's in the movie, like a person that's supposed to be a part, important part of the movie. Are they even going to make that movie? Do you agree or disagree that they might not even get to filming and finishing that movie because they have a ninety-something-year-old director? And two actors that are in their sixties. I mean, am I? That movie will never happen. You agree or disagree on that? You think you agree that it won't happen? You know, do I agree it will not happen? Yes, I agree that will not happen. Yeah, yeah. You think somebody's gonna somebody's gonna not make it? No fucking way! No, that movie will never get made. Yeah. No okay. fucking way. Okay, there's an answer. Well, Lethal Weapon Five is that a good idea? Could that be good? How would they do that? How would they even do that? I don't know. Where do they leave off? Because remember the first movie, the Danny Glover character is is retiring, and that was like back in the 80s. When was, was the last time Joe Pesci was in a movie? Remember he's too old for this this job now? He's too old for this? I'm too old for this. He, well, he, he's too old for this in 1987. How How is he in 2021 or two, by the way? When was the last time Danny Glover or Joe Pesci was in a movie? Danny Glover, I don't know. Joe Pesci came back out of retirement to do that movie with uh, that that movie that just came out on Netflix. Oh yeah, The Irishman. The Irishman a year ago. That was his first movie though that he's done in, in a yeah, and he time. wasn't even going to fucking do that. He didn't want to. They had to talk him into it. And I heard he was a huge pain in the ass on set. Really, I haven't I heard. heard that. I heard why because he was being a prima donna. Well, he's just used to fucking uh, being Joe Pesci. Yeah. Like, like how? What do you mean? What do you mean? You being used to being Joe Pesci? What do you mean? Being... Okay. Hey, save it for your fucking stand-up, dude. Coming soon, by the way. Post-pandemic. I, I, am, I have a bucket list to do stand-up. It's a bucket list in my lifetime to come back and try to do. If I bomb, great, but it's my bucket list. I did it. I did an open mic. In 1998. No shit. Where at? At the um, at the room, the place down on Sixth Street. Uh, Velveeta Velveeta room. Velveeta room. Oh my, my god! How was two it? My, two of my friends went with me. I had some material that I had. You actually used it in the past on the radio when I was uh, working for a very short time with the Shark Man Morning Show at Zero. Oh my god! You were with the fucking Shark Man? Yeah, I was Elvis. 
Oh my god! My girlfriend showed up in studio once to show her tits. I missed that. I I, I heard about that. Yeah. 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 Titsworth was one of the sidekicks. I was there for. I know fucking Titsworth from fucking Pale and uh, Anchor Watt, his old Corpus Christi bands, and I know his his ex girlfriend Wendy, because I used to be in the scene back then. Wendy, if I'm not mistaken, Wendy Wad was a part of. Yeah, she She's was a marketing. The marketing director for Z Rock for when I was there, dude, the was giant just, tall redhead, like eight feet tall. Maybe, maybe it's a different per. I'm getting, might be getting confused. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. But I was on, I was on a show. He put me on a show. I was there as basically as an intern. I was, I wasn't a paid employee, but I was. He put me on a show, and we did some funny shows. We called the Ike Turner one nine hundred hotline with me on a show. Dude, it's funny because uh, Stern got taken off the air. Here in Austin, yeah, yeah, and then Shark Man took over, and yeah. uh, that's just all we had for a morning drive, because all they had was KLBJ, which was too square, and yeah. then uh, Howard Stern came in and stole their fucking peeps, but like a bunch of people didn't like want to listen to fucking Dudley and Bob, yeah. So we listened to the fucking Shark Man, and my that's friend, my friend ran the fucking chat room for those fucking guys. That yeah. was like at the peak of the dot com. Yeah, yeah, it was around that time. Yeah, no, by the way, Shark Man, I don't know what happened where today. I don't know where he's if he's still even alive or what's going on with him, but, dude. Huh? Do you remember when Ted Nugent took over the fucking morning show for a fucking week? You know, I wasn't around, I, mean, I would miss. Oh that. my god, it was fucking terrible. Oh my gosh. Well, I will say this Shark Man is one of the people what happened up, to him. He lived up to his hype, like he was he was a cool guy off the show. What happened to that guy? Where, like, where I, the fuck is he now? Last I heard, he went to Houston, and then uh, I'd heard some different stories. Like I, I don't want to give away too much. But maybe it would be, but I heard well, he nobody had, knows who the fucking Shark Man is by well, name. He had weight. Apparently, he had really bad weight problems. Like he was putting on a lot of weight, and he had they had to be a um um what do they call it when a group of people come in and try to intervention inter- intervention. There was an intervention at some point. And I don't know after that what happened. I know he was off the radio then, and then he was—if he—he might have stayed in Houston for a little while. But I don't know. Anything, I don't know anything about that after that. What happened to him? I've tried to look him up, but it's really hard to find any new information on him. Yeah, nobody remembers a fucking radio station that was here for a fucking six months and disappeared. Yeah, no, it was. A, you know what? It was a fun. I was. It was a fun. It was very short, but it was a fun like three months of my life memory, and yeah. It was it was it was quite an experience. So I'll tell you, I will tell you, you being a fan of his show, correct? Yeah, I was back then. He had an apartment. He lived in an apartment over near the Arboretum, um, like Hard Rock or something. I think it's still there. It's pretty. They were pretty nice apartments. They were off of Jollyville Road. And his apartment, he was obsessed with Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. What the fuck? So he would rush from a, like a promotion, like a like a promotional thing, because this is before DVR. And or really, people a lot of people, if their DVR was even around or TiVo, it, most people didn't have them at that time, and there was no uh, like on demand yet, like primetime on demand. So he would rush, like we would get in the, the, the station radio station van, and he would have me rush him to his, his place so he could get back and get in front of the TV in time before 90210. So he wouldn't miss anything on 90210, especially if it was like a big sweeps month. <laughs> And there was, I remember one particular episode 
where Tori Spelling had just had her implants and she was going to wear a, a bikini by the pool. So he was like, we got to get home now. It starts in like 15 minutes. And he was like, let's go, let's go. And we were like racing the radio so station and like swerving like we were in some action movie around cars on Mopac. To get to his house, we so like, lame. It was like some action movie, and so we get to his apartment, and we it's the first time I'd ever been to his apartment. He had like a freezer. That he kept a bag of frozen corn dogs, like you buy at Costco or Sam's, like a massive amount of these frozen corn dogs. And he said, "Do you want to? Do you want corn?" And I was like, "Sure." So he like microwaved me two corn dogs, and then he microwaved himself two corn dogs and put them in bowls for us. He gave me some mustard and ketchup. And then we put on the TV and he sat down and was like, oh, relieved that he made it, made it in time for so he could see. And that is the saddest fucking fucking story I've ever heard in my then, fucking life. And then we talked about Tori Spelling's uh, body, her her, her tits and ass <laughs> and her fake tits and her real ass. And then he loved, by the way, he loved Tori Spelling. He thought she was like the it girl at the time. This is and, terrible, dude. And I wasn't as much on Tori Spelling as he was. I was like, oh, you know, I kind of was like green, like I'm trying to be nice and say, yeah, yeah, she's great. But in my mind, I was thinking, eh, eh, meh. And then, okay, so the other thing is, is he had a statue, a busk. Is a busk like a statue of the head, right, of a person? That would a be a bust. A bust. Yeah. Busk or a bust? A bust. A bust. He had a bust of Elvis Presley. Like circa heyday Elvis Presley from the fifties with the with the greasy pompadour hair and the jacket and the shirt. He had one of these over here, like on the wall, like against the wall, and he would illuminate it with like cool lights. And it was up on a podium, like a little edit, like a little podium thing. Whatever you call it, you sit it on a okay. So that's my shark man story. Dude, all the only shark man story I had is my girlfriend went to show her tits. And that she and that she hung out with him, and he said that he knew Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, he was a cool guy. Uh, the first time you meet him, though, you're like, oh, he's grumpy, a little scary, kind of intimidating. But then once you got to know him after a couple of days, he's like the cool guy. He's like nice guy. If you the like, point, the if point like was him. is that you did stand up at an open mic. Yeah, so around that time, I go and do an open mic because I'd done some material on the show, and they liked it on the show. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and try an open mic. I went to do an open mic, but I choked. Like my material just didn't come off like loose and comfortable. That's rough, man. But like I got the toughest thing to be there in front of an audience and just get to hear the crickets. And then like people are like kind of starting to give you like, "Uh, oh, come on, let's go get off. What was your material about? I just I did joke about at the time about Michael Jackson and I would do a Michael Jackson impersonation. Which was kind of a cool in the nineties. If you could do a Michael Jackson impersonation and it had some Michael Jackson jokes, that was kind of a, a good a good. Was the jokes about touching kids? No. Later, I came up with some stuff that I actually because I was doing some improv and I did an improv show at the uh, comedy at Capital City Comedy Club. Rest in peace. Uh, they'll be back. I hope so. They'll be back. But I was doing I was doing an improv show at the Capital City Comedy Club. I did a couple of jokes for the stand-ups in the parking lot and they loved my stuff and at the time then i did a michael jackson joke about his about his um indiscretions with kids and he loved it he was cracked i cracked up a comedian 
like a legitimate comedian. Which I, comedian did you crack up? I don't remember the guy, but he was like one of those comedians that just was like really like serious when he wasn't on stage. And then when he got on stage, he was, you know, Mr. Funny guy. But when he would get off stage, he was like Mr. Serious guy. So that's why I thought, well, it must be funny if he's laughing because he doesn't give anybody a laugh. And it was mm-hmm. not like just a laugh, but it was like a gut, like like he was about to like lose, lose his soda. Kind of like I did a thing about. I did. It was a real quick joke. I just did a Michael Jackson impersonation. I don't know if I can still do it, but I said, come here, little boy. Let me show you why they call me the king of pop. And then he just cracked up. He thought it was the funniest thing. And that was that, that was like in the 90s. So at the time, it was real relevant. Uh-huh. I don't know. But he thought it was funny. It was, it was funny. That joke is timeless. You're so right. is, that, is that good? Yeah, I mean, it's spot on. That's the kind of stuff you might see. If I ever did a stand-up, there would probably be something like that in there. But I did the joke I did was Elvis Presley. I did that on the Shark Band show where I did an Elvis Presley meeting his future son-in-law, Michael Jackson, at a family gathering. And and Elvis Presley is like not not excited about Michael being his future son-in-law. And he's like, no, it was kind of more of a like Elvis being sort of homophobe. And thinking Michael is gay, uh huh. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like a coming. Um, we better get that. You better get that Tinkerbell, little Tinkerbell, away from me. I don't want to see him. I don't want to meet that. I don't want to meet that son of a bitch. Anyway, something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was part of my. And then I would do a Michael Jackson like whoo, kick and grab the crotch, and that was part of my standup. Did you have a glittery ass glove? Uh, when I did the improv show, they they had to do a Michael Jackson in their improv show, and I did work glittery up for that in a wig. Oh, Somewhere, we well, the guy, you know, the guy that directed, the guy that directed that improv show uh, went on to go work for Jimmy Kimmel, and he does all his he for I don't know if he's still with Jimmy Kimmel, but for a number of years he did a lot of his video, um, like on location stuff. So maybe you can get on Jimmy Kimmel and do your Michael Jackson. Maybe now that. Actually, that was part of what got him the job. He used that the video from his directing that live show to help him get the work that ended up getting him on Jimmy Kimmel. From what I understand, from what I've heard. Yeah. Anyway, For off sure. in a tangent. Okay, so and that's gonna we'll just go ahead and count that as our thoughts and advice. Was that story that that bit of story about? So should I go ahead and do the open mic Sunday? Do you support 100 percent? Okay, thank you. If we still have if we still have stand up, but what I was thinking about doing is because we don't know when stand up comedy is going to come back to Austin like full blast. I was thinking about doing like a green screen, like fake comedy club and doing like some material and then just uh-huh. posting it, getting people's feedback on it. You should totally do that. You think that would be a good like way to get my feet wet a little bit? Yeah, I'm definitely curious on how that goes over too. Now I know a lot of comedians have just been doing like the Zoom stuff. And they get on Zooms and they do a few jokes, and, uh-huh. and that's fine. I know one comedian that actually apparently tried that, and they were they it went over okay. It did it seemed to go over pretty good, but they were already an established comedian. Gotcha. That did, that did that. So that's a bigger difference. Okay, we did our uh, agree or disagree. I'm going to count that segment just now as our thoughts and advice for the show because they didn't have, <laughs> any, they didn't have anything prepared anyway. Now for this wrap up this 2020, we're going to crown the badass. And assholes of the year because the shit got real this year. Is getting real. Oh, yes, things getting serious. 
Dude, did you hear what I said? The shit just got real. That was 2020. Okay, that's enough. Okay, that was the year. That was 2020. The shit show of 2020. Okay, badass of the year uh, is a little harder for me, but the asshole of the year, I'm hands down going to give it to not a person, but my my nominee is coronavirus, COVID-19. Is that fair? The biggest asshole of the year? Uh, sure. COVID. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a person. It's a virus, but it was an asshole. Well, it's almost right? like, it's almost like Trump the last couple times we did this, where it's like, it was almost too much. It was too easy to pick him. Sure, but, I would, yeah. but I would have to agree. This is the shittiest of the shit shits. And it's called COVID's fault. COVID's fault. I mean, the reaction to COVID is a whole other thing and how it was not reacted to well or reacted to the wrong way or whatever. You could go on about that for a long time. But the actual COVID itself, pretty much anybody from Republican to Democrat to Libertarian to Independent will all agree it's an asshole. Not a fan. Not a fan. Nobody's a fan. I don't know anyone that's going, oh, I love coronavirus. Uh, that's my jam. that's my jam. Yeah, I haven't met that person yet. Yeah, I mean they all might have disagreements on on how you should respond to it or not respond to it, or whether you should wear a mask or not wear a mask, or whether you should uh get a vaccine or not get a vaccine, or whether you should social distance or whether you should just cuddle with everyone you meet. And, or, and, yeah, I'm I'm with the cuddling. And and uh, and you should just you should definitely do that. Whether you should not wear a mask and literally lick people and grind up against them instead of six six feet. Yeah, apart. you should you should sixty nine a fucking stranger for the herd fucking immunity fucking uh, technique. I'm going into my Mitch McC- Mitch McConnell uh, neck. Fuck that guy. Okay, all right, badass of the year. <laughs> I think I'm going to make it a tie. My nominee is the creators of John Favreau. Dave I Blaine, knew you were going to say John Favreau. As co co together badasses of the year for the being the ones that saved Star Wars. Do you? Can you think of anyone else that deserves? Now you know what you could argue first responders, and that that probably is more valid. That no, that not probably. That's a- pandering ass bullshit to call it for for john favreau or for the first responders first responders that's such okay. a fucking cop okay. out fucking okay. okay fair enough fair enough fair i mean enough. you could at least said fossey or fucking some shit or biden or fucking i don't fucking andrew yang even tulsi gabbard fuck that hoe um who else jesus Jesus, the baby Jesus. Baby you ever Jesus. think about him? Baby Yoda is baby Jesus like the baby Yoda of Yoda that baby Jesus is for Jesus. It's the same shit. All right, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna I'm, okay. Then if, if it first responders is kind of too obvious and pandering, baby I'm Yoda going, or John Favreau. I'm going, we gave baby, gave baby Yoda last year. Got, okay, so John Favreau, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, I think together the tie they deserve it as co co winners. You know what's funny? It's like thinking about the boys. I don't even know who makes the boys. 
I have no idea. I haven't really gone to research much other than behind the behind the show much other than I know that it was based on a comic book series. Homelander, he's the fucking hero of the year. He's a good actor. He's Dude, great. that guy's fucking creepy as shit. Well, I mean, he's perfect for that role. He was born to play that role. He's perfect as Homelander. I don't know what he would be like in another role. I assume he's a pretty good actor. Could could do other roles really well. But he is right on as Homelander. He is so creepy, man. He nails he does it. That so nails it so well. So yeah, he's good. I mean, the whole cast is pretty good. Um, there's not really very many weak links on that on that show. It really isn't, man. It's one of the few shows where, man, they nailed it on the cast. You know, someone told me today, another thing that's pretty interesting, they said that if Netflix had done The Boys and not Prime, they would not have had as good a cast because Netflix is kind of cheap. Wouldn't pay. Uh, so do you think they would have had like two good stars and then a bunch of nobodies? That's what they would. That's what they were saying. That Netflix would have gone cheap on the casting. It would have had a lot less quality of a of a cast. Right on. So I don't know. Well, Prime has got that got that delivery money for delivering packages. So they've got that extra dough to pay. I guess. Netflix doesn't have a delivery service. Maybe Netflix needs to start their own package delivery service. What about Ozark? Was Ozarks a Netflix original, or was that somebody else? No, that was Netflix. That was Jason. Dude, Bateman. that shit was fucking legit. Every uh, single person in that fucking show is badass. That's true. So it's kind of I don't know. If that's well deserved to to make that accusation for it. But we give you our, our announced badass and asshole of the year. And our asshole is COVID. Is it COVID nineteen? With uh, Mitch McConnell in a close Corona- second. Coronavirus. Yeah, sure. And our and our, uh, and our badass of the year is a tie: Dave Filoni and John Favreau for saving Star Wars. Did Star Wars need saving? I think it did because after Rise of Skywalker, it was at an all-time low in terms of people's um, happiness with the with the Star Wars franchise. Was it? I think so. I think it was on its way of completely dying if they didn't have some save. And Mandalorian was keeping it on life support because the first season, a lot of people were already very satisfied and happy with what they had done with the first season. But then the second season comes around when they needed it really badly to be amazing. And it, it exceeded what season one did. And it was all that and a bag of chips. Fucking man. Yeah. So there you go. Asshole badass of the year. We're going to get a couple of people in that we had uh, some comments. My, my uncle said, Steven, you are the man. Thank you. Uncle Financio coming in. Uh, by the way, Chris Cassidy, it's a vase production said that it was blue Monday. The song that we heard in the movie. Um, what movie? He, said, he says, uh, what's that from Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84? Oh, 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 uh, Inversal Inversal Impact said 29. This is from Twitch 20 hits the uh, game logo there, or the anime logo, not game 2019 was horrible, too. What? But the thing about 2019 was it brought people together. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, well, that was, a, said, that was a Russian bot. No, it said we had we had so many tropical storms in 2019. That's what they were talking about. Is this person in Indonesia? We got one more day still, so we can pop in and start World War Three in real quick. 
if we want to ramp up 2020 and being that's that, either that, some shitty AI or fucking a Russian bot. I really like alternative Batman. So if it's anything like Batman, Superman will be just fine. They said, and it'll happen if they want it bad enough. I guess they're referencing, um, either world war three or they're referencing Superman lives. Well, yeah, they're in, if they're fucking, if we could see their comments while we were doing this, it would have made more fucking sense. Well, you said you you were you I, you didn't want comments throughout the show. You were griping about it. I said that. That you doesn't sound like that doesn't said, sound like me. Oh yeah, I was just fucking around. Well, okay. Don't listen uh, to what I say. It's not my podcast. Also, it's a very explicit language. Was right. All right, settle down. Also, in reference to your cat comments, it's a cat code. Cat code. The cat is outside. There's a bomb in the lasagna. No, it wasn't code. I fucking meant what I said. Steven was being passive aggressive about my cat being outside, probably meowing or taunting his dog. I don't see, I don't remember. I would have never complained about your cat being outside. I would You didn't complain. You just said, Hey, somebody let your fucking cat in. See, I don't remember that. I just so maybe, you you, show me that Facebook comment. Show me that because I don't remember making that. Someone go, hacked it. I'm go, a Russian bot. Go fucking find it. It's on your shit. It's like Someone. two years. It's like two years old. I was meant to ask you about it. Also, from its Vase Productions, Padme and leather. Gross. Where do you think Vader got the idea? I don't know. But that's gross. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, actually. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's pretty good. I mean, wasn't she like a minor when that movie came out? Uh, I think you're thinking of the professional. Maybe it's bloated and ripped off. Bruce Almighty. LLL. See again. See, we should have been posting these during the show because these would have made great sense during the show. Yeah. What is a vase production referencing? We were talking about. If you're still there, Chris, what was it's bloated and ripped off? Mighty Bruce Almighty. L. It was one of the movies we were talking about. One uh, of the shows. Wonder Woman. Could be. It could be. Uh, okay. Miss Potential. There. They used '80s beats that they. Well, you know what this is about. This is about Wonder Woman '84. Miss Potential. There. They used. 80s beats that they could mimic but didn't have to pay for which that drives me crazy that's one of my biggest complaints about streaming like spotify and youtube music is i'll i'll try to build a playlist for myself that's why i I stopped paying for spotify i did spotify i paid for it for like a month and i canceled it really quickly because i would try to put together playlists of different songs and then they wouldn't have the actual song but they would have like a cover band version of the song or a live could, version. Or a live version. And that was like, no, I can't build an ultimate play. That's why I'm still like, I'm better off. I prefer MP3s, actual real songs that I can control. Because the streaming services, if they can't get their act together on having the licenses to all these hit songs, then I'm, I'm totally still off the off the bandwagon. Am I right or am I right? Uh, I mean, I'll give you the best example. They had... Was a song. It was a song I just tried to get the other day, and it was DJ Power Plus cover of the song. I think you were shopping for ringtones or some shit, because I haven't had any problem, especially recently, with getting songs, except for an occasional like album that's not available because they were on some indie label that won't go to Spotify. But I finally came to Spotify like this year after being resistant for 
you know, however long it existed, but Maybe that's it's a super better. boring story. I don't know. I think it's pretty decent, but I still buy albums, you know, so well, I don't feel I gotta, totally shitty about fucking using Spotify. I got to get off because I got to go post a TikTok video before midnight. So yeah, you do that. Everyone. Have a good day, hour, second, second out there. Bob the neighbor, thank you so much for another year of Deuces. review. Happy terrible, the very terrible year in review. Bob the neighbor, everyone. Thank you so much. And Sorry for are, all the swears. We are out of here. We are out of here, people. Have such a great, I hope 2021 is redeems 2020. All right. Good night. Let's we'll find that close out and good night. Awkward, quiet moments. Nothing happening here that we all love. Okay, everyone. Have a good one. Goodbye. 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 Thunder Pop is a Hit the Bricks production.